Welcome to day four of the Bible 365 podcast. My name is Randy Gudo. I hope you're enjoying this journey so far. I'm hearing so much positive feedback. I'm receiving questions and just encouraging words from so many of you. If you want to reach out to me, you can do so by emailing me at randy at randygudo.com or you can go to my website at randygudo.com and at the bottom of that homepage, you'll see an area where you can just send me a, a quick message. Today is day four. And we're going to be reading from Genesis chapters 8, 9, and 10, Matthew chapter 4, verses 12 through 25, Psalm chapter 4, and Proverbs chapter 1, verses 20 through 23. The translation I'm using throughout this podcast is the English Standard Version, also known as the ESV, and our format is the one-year Bible. Having said all that, let's go ahead and get started with our reading. Genesis chapter 8. But God remembered Noah and all the beasts and all the livestock that were with him in the ark. And God made a wind blow over the earth, and the waters subsided. The fountains of the deep and the windows of the heavens were closed. The rain from the heavens was restrained, and the waters receded from the earth continually. At the end of 150 days, the waters had abated. And in the seventh month, on the seventeenth day of the month, the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. And the waters continued to abate until the tenth month. In the tenth month, on the first day of the month, the tops of the mountains were seen. At the end of forty days, Noah opened the window of the ark that he had made and sent forth a raven. It went to and fro until the waters were dried up from the earth. Then he sent forth a dove from him to see if the waters had subsided from the face of the ground. But the dove found no place to set her foot, and she returned to him to the ark, for the waters were still on the face of the whole earth. So he put out his hand and took her and brought her into the ark with him. He waited another seven days, and again he sent forth the dove out of the ark. And the dove came back to him in the evening, and behold, in her mouth was a freshly plucked olive leaf. So Noah knew that the waters had subsided from the earth. Then he waited another seven days and sent forth the dove, and she did not return to him any more. In the six hundred and first year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried from off of the earth. And Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked, and behold, the face of the ground was dry. In the second month, on the twenty-seventh day of the month, the earth had dried out. Then God said to Noah, Go out from the ark, you and your wife, and your sons and your sons' wives with you. Bring out with you every living thing that is with you of all flesh, birds and animals and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, that they may swarm on the earth and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. So Noah went out, and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him. Every beast, every creeping thing, and every bird, Everything that moves on the earth went out by families from the ark. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and took some of every clean animal and some of every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And when the Lord smelled the pleasing aroma, the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground because of man. For the intention of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I ever again strike down every living creature 
as I have done. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. Genesis chapter 9. And God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. The fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every bird of the heavens, upon everything that creeps on the ground and all the fish of the sea. Into your hand they are delivered. Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. And as I gave you the green plants, I give you everything. But you shall not eat flesh with its life, that is, its blood. And for your lifeblood, I will require a reckoning. From every beast I will require it, and from man. From his fellow man I will require a reckoning for the life of man. Whoever sheds the blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed. For God made man in his own image. And you, be fruitful and multiply, increase greatly on the earth and multiply in it. Then God said to Noah and to his sons with him, Behold, I establish my covenant with you and your offspring after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the livestock, and every beast of the earth with you, as many as came out of the ark. It is for every beast of the earth. I establish my covenant with you, that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the sign of the covenant that I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for all future generations. I have set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow is seen in the clouds, I will remember my covenant that is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. When the bow is in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant that I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. The sons of Noah who went forth from the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham was the father of Canaan. These three were the sons of Noah, and from these the people of the whole earth were dispersed. Noah began to be a man of the soil, and he planted a vineyard. He drank of the wine and became drunk and lay uncovered in his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brothers outside. Then Shem and Japheth took a garment laid it on both their shoulders and walked backward and covered the nakedness of their father. Their faces were turned backward and they did not see their father's nakedness. When Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his youngest son had done to him, he said, Cursed be Canaan. A servant of servants shall he be to his brothers. He also said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem, and let Canaan be his servant. May God enlarge Japheth, and let him dwell in the tents of Shem, and let Canaan be his servant. After the flood, Noah lived 350 years. All the days of Noah 
were 950 years, and he died. Genesis chapter 10. These are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Sons were born to them after the flood. The sons of Japheth, Gomer, Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshech, and Tyrus. The sons of Gomer, Ashkenaz, Riphath, and Togarma. The sons of Javan, Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim, Dodanim. From these the coastland peoples spread in their lands, each with his own language, by their clans, in their nations. The sons of Ham, Cush, Egypt, Put, and Canaan. The sons of Cush, Seba, Havilah, Sabta, Rama, and Sabtika. The sons of Rama, Sheba, and Dedan. Cush fathered Nimrod. He was the first on earth to be a mighty man. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Therefore it is said, like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before the Lord. The beginning of his kingdom was Babel, Erech, Akkad, and Kauna, and the land of Shinar. From that land he went into Assyria and built Nineveh, Rehoboth-ir-Kala, and Rezin between Nineveh and Kala, that is the great city. Egypt fathered Ludum, Anamim, Lehabim, Naphtuhim, Pathrusim, Kathslulim, and from whom the Philistines came, and Kaphtorim. Canaan fathered Sidon, his firstborn, and Heth, and the Jebusites, the Amorites, the Girgashites, the Hivites, the Archites, the Sinites, the Arvadites, the Zemorites, and the Hamathites. Afterward, the clans of the Canaanites dispersed, and the territory of the Canaanites extended from Sidon in the direction of Gerar as far as Gaza, and in the direction of Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, and Zeboim, as far as Lasha. These are the sons of Ham, by their clans, their languages, their lands, and their nations. To Shem also, the father of all the children of Eber, the elder brother of Japheth, children were born. The sons of Shem, Elam, Asher, Arpashad, Lud, and Aram. The sons of Aram, Uz, Hul, Gether, and Mash. Arpashad fathered Shelah, and Shelah fathered Eber. To Eber were born two sons. The name of the one was Peleg, for in his days the earth was divided, and his brother's name was Joktan. Joktan fathered Amadad, Shelef, Hazarmaveth, Jera, Hadarem, Uzal, Dikla, Obal, Abimiel, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, and Jobab. All these were the sons of Joktan. The territory in which they lived extended from Mesha in the direction of Sephar to the hill country of the east. These are the sons of Shem, by their clans, their languages, their lands, and their nations. These are the clans of the sons of Noah, according to their genealogies, in their nations, and from these the nations spread abroad on the earth after the flood. Matthew chapter 4, verses 12 through 25. Now when he heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew into Galilee. 
And leaving Nazareth, he went and lived in Capernaum by the sea, in the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali, so that what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, the way of the sea, beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people dwelling in darkness have seen a great light. And for those dwelling in the region and shadow of death, on them a light has dawned. From that time, Jesus began to preach, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. While walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. And going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets, and he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. And he went throughout all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction among the people. So his fame spread throughout all Syria, and they brought him all the sick, those afflicted with various diseases and pains, those oppressed by demons, those having seizures and paralytics, and he healed them. And great crowds followed him from Galilee and the Decapolis, and from Jerusalem and Judea and from beyond the Jordan. Psalm chapter 4. Answer me when I call, O God of my righteousness. You have given me relief when I was in distress. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. O men, how long shall my honor be turned into shame? How long will you love vain words and seek after lies? Selah. But know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. Be angry and do not sin. Ponder in your own hearts on your beds and be silent. Selah. Offer right sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. There are many who say, Who will show us some good? Lift up the light of your face upon us, O Lord. You have put more joy in my heart than they have when their grain and wine abound. In peace I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Proverbs chapter 1, verses 20 through 23. Wisdom cries aloud in the street. In the markets she raises her voice. At the head of the noisy streets she cries out. At the entrance of the city gates she speaks. How long, O simple ones, will you love being simple? How long will scoffers delight in their scoffing, and fools hate knowledge? If you turn at my reproof, behold, I will pour out my spirit to you. I will make my words known to you. Let's pray. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I thank you for this opportunity just to read your word. 
just to be able to hear your scriptures. Lord, we hear the psalmist David as he cries out, as he pours his heart out. It's so transparent. It's so vulnerable. It's so real. We thank you that you are approachable. You are not so far off that you cannot hear us. We have saw this all through Genesis already, how you are walking among your creation, moving among your creation. Father, I thank you as we read and we see Jesus as he's moving out and he's calling people to follow him. And something about Jesus that's so magnificent that they immediately leave what they're doing, even family, as they run to pursue and follow Jesus. Father, I thank you that you're even calling us today. Let us hear your call and let us respond in the same way with immediacy. Thank you for the free gift of salvation that's found through Jesus Christ. Thank you for this opportunity to take your word, to hear your word, to read your word. Draw us close to you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Let's go ahead and talk about what we've just read and listened to. And before we do, I have to say, whoa, Genesis chapter 10. Talk about some serious tongue twisters. How many of you would like to read chapter 10 on a microphone? All right, so here's some things that really stand out to me. And remember, there's a um, a supplemental episode that's going to drop in the next week and a half or two weeks on Genesis and then quickly followed by Matthew. And so a lot of the things that we're reading over, you might have some questions on. Hopefully that episode's going to address some of them. But I love this here in Genesis 8, 1. And this is just me right now. It says, but God remembered Noah. That just causes me to want to pause. Here is God, the creator of the universe. He's perfect. He's holy. He's awesome. He's all powerful. And yet he remembers Noah. Not only does he remember him, but it says that he remembered all the beasts and all the livestock that were with him in the ark. God absolutely loves his creation. And then God speaks over Noah. And after he speaks to Noah, verse 20 says that then Noah built an altar to the Lord. I love that so much also. Here is Noah's response to this great God who's remembered him and who has just charged him in an incredible way. He builds this altar to the Lord. Now, what kind of an altar would be pleasing to a God who can create, who can destroy, who can command, who can bless? And yet when God smelled that burnt offering, it was a pleasing aroma, and it moved God in his heart where he says, I will never again curse the ground because of man, for the intention of man's heart is evil from his youth. And that right there, you know, look, God is saying, you know, that that because obviously that sin nature of what happened in the fall in Genesis chapter three, that even from our youth, the intention of man's heart is evil. And you can see that just on in chapter nine, where Noah plants a vineyard and gets incredibly drunk and is naked in his tent. And then, you know, we see what happens with, with Ham and then the other brothers, Shem and Japheth. That's another whole story in itself. But we need to be rescued, right? And then we move forward into Matthew chapter 4, and we see the perfect picture here. Here is Jesus. He began to preach, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus, his first message was to repent, to turn away and turn to him 
right? For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Here's Jesus, and he's walking. Jesus, the Son of God, and he's, he was there. He was the one, right, who with his Father and the Holy Spirit remembered Noah. And, and, and here he is, and he's walking by the Sea of Galilee, and he sees two brothers, and he says, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. I like this too. He says, follow me, and I'll make you. And being made, uh, it, it's, a, it's a natural process when you're a follower. So the first thing we're not supposed to do is try to become, it's to follow. He's the one who makes us. And I know there's some of you out there that you're like, man, my life's a wreck. It's not perfect. I need help. Hey, don't we all? Um, you know, I fall short all the time. I fall short every day. I want to tell you this right now. I'm not going to ask you to try to make a lot of changes in your life. The first thing we need to do is to repent, change the way we think, and say, I want to follow Jesus. If you will follow him, he will begin to make you, right? So that's the first step. Anyway, these are just random thoughts. I love how they immediately left their nets and followed Jesus. And then he goes on a little further, and he sees you know James and John, uh, two brothers, and they're now in the boat with their father, mending the nets. And he calls them also. And it says, immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Man, I tell you, there's only one person that could cause you to abandon everything and anything, and that's Jesus. And then, of course, we see now where, and my mind's going back to the flood, which brought just destruction because of mankind. But now the Redeemer is walking on the earth. And now because the Redeemer is walking on the earth, he's not bringing destruction. He's not bringing a flood. But yet in an era where there's a flood of filth and sin and confusion and sickness and disease and demonic possession, he's bringing healing. It says this in verse 23 and 24, and he went throughout all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease disease and every affliction among the people. It says they brought him all the sick, those afflicted with various diseases and pains and those oppressed by demons, those having seizures and paralytics, and he healed them. Do you know why? Because he loves his creation, and that includes you also. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed this one today. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. Please, please share it with a friend. As of today, we're in, this podcast is now, and we're on day four, and we're in 10 countries and 40, I think 40 or 41 states now. So it's definitely having some reach. I'm so grateful for that. I'm ask, uh, I'd ask you to please pray for me. Uh, for just the strength and the voice to continue this, have what, 361 more days to go. Uh, and I do hope you're enjoying it. If you'd like to support this podcast and give towards it, you can. there's some links in the show notes, or you can go to my website and you can donate there. Thank you for joining me in this. See you tomorrow with day five.